1: In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two. And our goal always, ladies and gentlemen, to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. One of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Wow, I sure don't have a lot of time for a recap because we've got so much to cover. We had our guest on Dr. Scott Bradley first hour yesterday. freedomsrisingsun.com is his website. We talked about the centerpiece of Mr. Biden's proposal calls for $13 billion in spending over the next five years to hire hundred thousand more cops. Imagine hundred thousand more government controlled police along with 87,000 IRS agents. It's getting crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, don't trust Joe. We better stand up while we have the opportunity. A Listener Robert connected in and focused on an important critical reality thou shalt not kill is what you and I know and it's true Uh, But you know what the real translation is thou shalt not murder The point is you can kill if you're in war if you're protecting your lives your wives your children Your homes your sacred honor self-defense you might kill someone but that doesn't mean that you murdered anyone thou shalt not murder is the real translation wisely put thank you Robert great point as we translate from scripture to modern-day English sometimes some of the reality checks some of the real education the deep down factual information uh, is lost sadly so and grateful for Robert bringing that point up killing the unborn ladies and gentlemen is certainly murder let's be very clear about that though all right we talked about stop using your brakes when driving they say because you know what people are uh, driving and they're having heart attacks as a result the truth is they're trying to cover up all the COVID deaths and they're going to such extremes as to say hey it's because you're driving right New Jersey teachers Union now flags conservative parents as extremists well the American people and the parents are firing back yes indeed ladies and gentlemen government school enrollment is cratering Alex Newman well-known with the John Birch Society of the new american.com doing a phenomenal job there that was our one our two we had on a guest named Mary Thoreau and she's chairman and CEO of the Independent Institute she talks about power of independent thinking Independent.org. we talked about real solutions for homelessness with Mary we talked about her incredible video Beyondhomeless.org. Uh, It's a documentary beyond homeless Finding hope ladies and gentlemen and we highlight the root causes of homelessness We then talked about comprehensive strategies to solve the homelessness crisis We talked about this group in San Antonio, Texas They created a group called Haven for hope it starts with love and they have taught that You know what the people on the streets may be homeless, but they're not hopeless let's pull together to get this crisis under control and we really talked about some fundamental solutions San Antonio Texas taking the lead on this and the bottom line is you've got to get a coalition of people together you've got to start with the Christian idea of love thy neighbor as thyself let's not walk on the other side of the street when we pass as the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the priests and the others do Let's make sure we're the good Samaritan is the point. Incredible movie, it's about 40 minutes long. You need to see it. It's called Beyond Homeless. Um beyondhomeless.org is the website for that and that's a recap of yesterday's award-winning broadcast. I'm telling you, it's a download share with everyone. And today's show will be just as riveting. Chris Carlson with me for a 2-hour incredible breakdown of The Great Reset. Chris Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, my friend. Thank you, Sam. Without God, we
2: cannot win. With God, we cannot lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson reporting for duty, sir.
1: The Great Reset is the discussion today, and let's start with a quote from some of the world's leaders. Chris has a bunch of quotes right in a row that will highlight the reality check of what they intend. Chris?
2: Yes, sir. Prince Charles. We need to put nature at the heart of how we operate. Sam, is that a good idea? Is that a wise decision for us to make, putting uh, nature? Ladies and gentlemen,
1: it's nature versus God. You got that? Now, remember, God's the creation of nature. So in a reality check, it's not nature versus God. Reality check is that God created nature, and we understand the creator and the creation, right? But what they want to do is worship the creation, They want to worship the creature. They want to pit the creation against the creator, and that's where the Great Reset starts, Chris.
2: Yep, and you and I, fam, we don't want anything to do with that because our hope is in God and his ability to redeem us from our fallen state. So I reject that offhand. Um, We need a paradigm shift. And I won't spend too much time because we did go over these last week, but I will go to Klaus Schwab because he has some of the more hard-hitting uh predictions for this great reset he said we need to build a new social contract and again one of the main um threads that we need to recognize throughout all of these uh all of this agenda is the fact that they're trying to jettison christianity and and that's the main target here in the great reset it's not about enhancing our mental and physical abilities or making us a better society, it's about getting rid of Christianity because it has always been in the way of their new world order or this great reset. So all of these things they sound good on the surface if you're not wise, and if you don't understand the principle of our dependency upon our great Creator God, you know through the atonement of His Son Jesus Christ. But they will never get, uh, they will never be able to uh, fulfill the promises that they make. He says we need to build a new social contract. The world as we know it in the early months of 2020 is no more dissolved in the context of the pandemic. Um, There are a couple of others. One I would like to to read before we continue. The highlight really quick that
1: you can't overlook from this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is before Corona B.C. and after Corona A.C. This highlights the change in the world that Klaus Schwab is referring to. Before we get to Rahm Emanuel, let's talk about the head of the UN and the head of the IMF, the United Nations world leader, to say the least, the IMF, ladies and gentlemen, that's the International Monetary Fund. Brief us on these leaders because it's really critical to understand what all these heads of organizations say. When you talk about the IMF, you're talking about the lead global finance guy. When you're talking about the United Nations, you know what? You and I believe we ought to get out of the United Nations and shut it down, but nevertheless, it is a quote global governance of sorts it's trying to become so it's half of a government already we need to make sure it never becomes one but these leaders and what they have to say matter because they have tremendous power okay so yeah um the head of the u.n antonio Guterres, he he did say we need
2: to rebuild redesign reimagine and rebalance our world and last week, we noted how these these terms are very vague, and they, they choose vague terms intentionally so that they can be interpreted any way that they want, while deceiving us into thinking that they have our best interests at heart, which they don't. So, the rebuild and the rebalance, uh, those adjectives, actually they're verbs, excuse me, um, they they hearken to a, a term that we're going to get into a, a, a lot more deeply later on called tikkun olam. Have you ever heard of that expression, Sam? Tikkun olam it's a Hebrew expression.
1: I have. I mean, I'm uh, not super familiar with it, but I'm fam- I've, I've heard of it, and yeah. I kind of generally understand. Well,
2: we're going to take a little deeper dive, so don't feel bad, uh, and then you'll understand. It's, it's basically reorganizing or rebuilding the world or rebalancing the world Uh, in the image of what a group of people that we will be discussing later on want to see it as. In other words, it's their uh, new
1: form of forced worship religion, if you will, made made under man-made edicts, man-made tyranny, if you will, is the real summation. But we'll break it down in detail. So the United Nations said that. What about the IMF leader?
2: The IMF, Kristalina Georgieva, head of the IMF, this is a great opportunity for a reset. And I just, and that's not a profound statement, I just wanted to to show people how uh, people in positions of power seem to be unified and on board with this great reset agenda. And, you know, it just, it either, it's such a great idea that great minds think alike, Sam, or it's a diabolical agenda. It's being perpetrated on mankind, not for their benefit, you know, but for their detriment. And I yeah, do believe it's the latter. The comments, this, yeah,
1: the comments mm-hmm. from these leaders, Chris, when you hear them one at a time, they don't sound so bad. If they teach you that the Great Reset is this great way to have peace in the world, the United Nations leading the way, the International Monetary Fund providing a basic universal income for everyone then you hear this IMF guy, this is a great opportunity for a reset. You don't think it sounds bad, but when you put the totality of their comments together and wrap them up with Rahm Emanuel's statement, you begin to build a picture, an understanding, a reference point that these people come from, Rahm Emanuel and then Carol Quigley. Uh, Carol Quigley, yes. Carol Quigley was Bill Clinton's mentor. Uh, During his years in Georgetown and we'll continue
2: on the other side of the break
1: Rahm Emanuel ladies and gentlemen, we said we never want a serious crisis to go to waste We're gonna take power at every turn is the point details on Carol Quigley coming up in seconds on Liberty Roundtable live
3: Scott Bradley here and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.
1: Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Chris Carlson, breaking down the intent of our global elite tyrannical thugs. They want to use modern societal difficulties, troubles, divisions to create a great reset, ladies and gentlemen. They will not succeed on our watch. They ought to know that reality check right now. They will not succeed on our watch. But these leaders have made very profound statements, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, they have no time to waste. We need to change the way things operate. Um, We need to build a new social contract. You know what? The early months of 2020 are no more. We've changed the game with COVID. (laughs) We need to develop, redesign, create a new world, a new world order is what many of the presidents have highlighted on. This is a great opportunity for a reset. You never want a serious crisis To go to waste now we go to carol quigley who's been one of the most prolific uh what i would call diary of the mouth uh people talking about their clear agenda chris so yeah carol quigley as some people in your audience will recall
2: uh was somebody who bill clinton gave credit to as being one of his foremost mentors uh in his georgetown days where he earned his law degree and he predicted that the world financial powers would seek to introduce a global feudal system and, and we're being merged into that global feudal system right now sam i don't have a, a direct quote from him but he said the old uh, feudal system was based on divine the divine right of kings but the new feudal system will be based on gaia worship aka environmentalism but obviously the world cannot uh, rule us so obviously these elitists that we've been talking about will be will acquiesce to that responsibility for our benefit of course sam and and merge us into this utopian society that will be like the the old feudal system except it will be uh administered on a global basis and now let's be very clear
1: let's be very clear when we talk about this when you say we don't have a quote from him We do have many quotes from him. The problem is he was a prolific author and wrote in great detail the beliefs, the thoughts, the expectations, the understandings, the hopes, the dreams of their, quote, utopian society that they uh, wanna force upon us. Okay, so we don't have a specific quote because it's too long and complicated. There's a gazillion quotes, but let's break this down a little bit. We want a, what do you call this system? Is it futile well I believe their goals their plans will be futile that's a different word ladies and gentlemen fetal (laughs) no we're not talking about babies okay it's a futile system what is that it's basically the system in which societies are ordered okay so the old system was based on the divine right of Kings okay now when the United States was created it jettisoned that idea and we created a system uh, where we look to God not government so we look to God not man and these people cannot handle that their their minds literally blow up to smithereens over this okay they want Gaia worship that's worship of the earth Okay? They want environmentalism to be the core. That's where this great climate change discussion comes from. They want an emphasis, though, on mental, as in mentally ill. What they want to do is they want to basically frame the world such as that everyone is mentally ill unless you go along with their agenda. And the great trademark and key to their agenda as they morph society and build consensus is what they call it they want to define terms as they see them not as you and i see them so you got to understand that belief in god as the founders did is really a hateful racist based psychosis that you cannot stop you cannot get over you cannot help and the more you deny it that just is the more proof that it's real and that you're in denial see you're a global warming denier you're a Okay, and they go on and on and on with this agenda. Oh, yeah. And the end of the at the end of the day, they want to define the terms so that they maintain control. So when they talk about worshiping Gaia or worshiping the Earth, uh, see celebrating the creation above the Creator, pitting the creation against the Creator, what they really mean is that. However, they won't pitch it that way to you because they know that if. You hear their thoughts on that you'll think they're crazy and you'll just reject them out of hand so they won't do that what they'll do at first is say we need to have a global well we don't really need a global religion you're free to religious worship any way you want to as long as you don't tell environmental lies as long as you don't peddle environmental fake news as long as you're not a global warming denier. You see, you can believe what you want to, but you can't deny the truth on global warming. You can't deny the truth on climate change. And what they'll do is manipulate us into a consensus building exercise, and eventually they will back into their real core agenda that you only hear about if you read their books, understand, listen to their speeches, uh, etc. to get there. Uh, with that, why don't we go into some of these uh, sound bites that you've got, Chris? But that's kind of the transition okay. between the two, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, and there needs to be a transition. And the United States, of course, is the
2: greatest offender of this Christian free will that they're trying to get what, get rid of. So Christian free will will be eliminated uh, during the Great Reset, or you know, toward the end of it, if they ever accomplish their objective. Which, as Sam and I have pointed out, we will uh, not allow, in, in as much as we have the power to resist and push back. So the first quote is Yuval Nora Harari who is a um, Israeli author who wrote a book about this Great Reset. And he basically says that humans are hackable animals. So he looks at us not as children of God with free will, but as animals that need to be programmed. So, uh, Cameron, you want to go ahead and enroll that video, please? No, this is not just No, pregnant. it's your this Zoom video, the, sir.
6: deity on earth. Uh, Now back to Yuval Noah Harari. We need to reinvent democracy Mm -hmm. for this new era in which humans are now hackable animals. Yeah, y'all are hackable animals. Okay. You know, the the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election, or whether in the supermarket this is my free will, that's over. That's over, okay? The idea that you have a soul, a spirit. That's probably good.
1: All right, now that, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is our dear friend Alex Newman. Uh, We consider him an absolute dear friend. He's the one doing a video, and he's the one that grabbed these clips. That's why you hear Alex's comments surrounding the comments of these leaders that Chris is talking about. Chris, next one.
2: Yeah, so the next one is Bill Gates, and he talks about um, how he's going to uh, change our DNA, our human DNA, to to be more uh, pliable and controllable by these global elites that we've been talking about. Go ahead and roll that video, Cameron
6: as they're gathering all this data so they can make predictions about the future behavior interests and performance of your children um it really is getting crazy here's some of the genetic stuff guys uh, CRISPR. they got a technology that can edit genes okay they can already do this uh bill gates of hell back in 2018 did this article in foreign affairs the journal of the council on foreign relations where he said uh, hey we're gonna you we're gonna genetically engineer the world and it's gonna be awesome we're gonna genetically engineer people and crops and animals because again God didn't know what he was doing when he was writing your DNA. So you can trust Bill Gates, right? Uh, Here he is talking about this new vaccine technology where it literally inserts foreign code, foreign genetic instructions and hijacks the machinery of your cells to make it manufacture toxic deadly spike proteins. And he thinks this is great. I pulled this off his YouTube. One final way that's new and is promising is called the
7: RNA vaccine. With RNA and DNA, instead of putting that shape in, you put instructions in the code to make that shape. You put instructions in the
6: code to make... Yeah, you put instructions in the code. Okay, they're hacking the software of life. This is the chief scientist at Moderna. That's
2: probably good. Thank you, Cameron. Yeah. So, I mean, what could possibly go wrong with, with modern-day CRISPR technology? Obviously, they've got this down, right, Sam? The first <laughs> thing is I wrong. hope if they
1: if they hack me so much and change my dna under the bill gates plan i just hope i don't get the blue screen of death and i'm not i'm not sure what that is that you just
2: said but well, I don't know if you know about Windows.
1: Death? I don't know if you know about Windows, but whenever Windows crashes, that's Bill Gates' creation, his operating system. Whenever it crashes, oh. they get a blue screen, and everybody calls it the blue <laughs> screen of death. So, see, I hope that they can just reboot me and I'll come back to normal. It might take like 50 reboots before I'm normal. See, these are the kind of whacked out whack jobs that want to change your DNA, ladies and gentlemen. These are the whack jobs that think they can be in charge of the world and that they can devise a better. Structure. A better structure than God Almighty. These people are absolutely off their rock. Crazy. Off the rails, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get more to it in seconds. You are listening to Chris Carlson and Sam Bushman on the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Claiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
3: USA Radio News with Tim Burke.
7: NASA is expected to try and launch the Artemis 1 mission to the moon for a second time on Saturday. At Kennedy Space Center, Space Force Launch Weather Officer Melody Lovin says that there is a small risk of showers. She explains that this could cause their launch to be canceled as they don't want to risk a lightning strike.
4: Basically, if you think about it, we're sending a charged rod up into the sky. We've done half the work for the atmosphere already.
7: The G7 is agreeing to a price cap on Russian oil. It's an attempt to limit the country's profit from selling fuel as the third largest oil producer in the world. The Treasury Department sending out a statement from the Group of Advanced Global Economies confirming the cap, saying won't ship oil from Russia it sold at a higher price than the limit agreed to. You're listening to USA Radio News.
8: This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were
0: you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-478-7733. 800-478-7733. 800-478-7733.
7: Fed Reserve Chair Jerome Powell recently said that the labor market is out of balance and they intend to raise interest rates further to fight inflation. Appearing on Fox Business, Labor Secretary Marty Walsh says the August jobs report was
9: pretty good overall. Companies are still hiring. Uh, people are still, there's, there's emerging industries. And, and then the legislature here in, in Washington and the president passed some significant piece of legislation that's going to only add to more jobs to our economy. The
7: White House is asking Congress for more than $22 billion in additional COVID funding. Press Secretary Kareem Jean-Pierre saying it will tackle pressing ongoing needs. That includes vaccines, testing, and treatments. Jean-Pierre saying will also cover research aimed at confronting future pandemics. Additionally, the White House is seeking more money for monkeypox, Ukraine, and natural disasters in the United States. You're listening to USA Radio News.
1: Yeah, my buddy Charlie Daniels. God rest his soul, ladies and gentlemen. A hero standing up for God, family, and country via music. You got to dig it. We're talking about the Great Reset, ladies and gentlemen. These literal global stage clowns want to literally create what they call a panacea tyranny. That's what I'm going to call it. They want you to believe in the Holy Grail tyranny. They want you to believe that somehow it's just going to be epic. But the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be absolute disaster. As they continue to deny and mock and manipulate God, they're literally trying to create the Tower of Babel in modern times in every single aspect of your life. It's not just a physical Tower of Babel, uh, you know, building some tower to the sky. No, they want to just change the DNA sequences in your body. Because they believe you're a human animal that's hackable. You're not a son or daughter of God Almighty. You're a hackable genome to be left to the scientists to build themselves and place themselves above God Almighty. Take your agency, trash it, and put a tyranny in its place. That's what the Great Reset is all about. We just played this soundbite where one of these globalist, whacked-out leaders do, truly believes that you're a programmable animal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, And you know what? Writing the programs is Bill Gates, who wants to then insert what I would call, they would call it gene therapies. I would call it um, weaponized gene manipulation. Okay? And that's what Bill Gates wants to do, because they believe they can build a better mousetrap than God himself. And they believe that they need to do this. It's their absolute, divine, multi-generational quest to lord over you and I. More sound bites prove it, Chris.
2: Yeah, so Walter Cronkite, he was the voice of reason during the '60s and '70s. We remember him, and maybe even the '80s. I remember when he retired. but he was one of the most trusted men in, in broadcast journalism. But he received a, a World Federation Association Award, which is basically a, a globalist type of award. And during that award, he said some things that really revealed his true color, Sam. Uh, he blasphemed God and the Savior, Jesus Christ. So go ahead, and uh, Cameron, and go ahead and roll that video.
6: All right, so they're all reading from the same script, right? And here these journalists thought they were safe from having robots take their jobs. Uh, and you're wondering, who, who's writing the script, right? Well, here's Walter Cronkite, a uh, top journalist of a generation. And uh, here he is getting his World Federalist Association Award for being the best globalist out there. Listen. Their leader,
8: Pat Robertson, has written in a book a few years ago that we should have a world government, but only when the Messiah arrives. He wrote. And literally, any attempt to achieve world order before that time must be the work of the devil. Well, join me. I'm, I'm glad to sit here at the right hand of Satan.
6: Oh, he's glad to sit here at the right hand of Satan. Okay, that's the kind of people you're dealing with. Folks. Okay, that's only got
2: probably good, Cameron. Thank you.
1: Think okay. about that statement, though, from one of the most important journalists of our time. He was the anchor newsman at the desk for decades, ladies and gentlemen. And this guy mocks Jesus Christ when he receives his, quote, global accolades from these clowns. And he then says, I'm proud to sit on the right hand of Satan. Folks, these yeah. people are flat well, now out. Now we know why he evil. was uh,
2: so highly promoted.
1: And that's why yeah. I say the war in heaven continues on Earth. Agency, <sighs> your opportunity to choose and follow Christ is at the center of the discussion and these people want to deny you your agency. Now we're going to focus specifically on exactly how they intend, in other words, what building block, what Legos, so to speak, they're going to use to build their framework, their modern-day Tower of Babel. Chris? Yes, sir. So we're going to talk
2: about ESG scores, and ESG is an acronym that stands for um. E S oh what does E stand for E S G governmental uh, social and environmental excuse me for the lapse of memory there so everyone will eventually during this great reset or after this great reset is complete Sam will have an E S G score and I refer to the number of the beast in Revelations thirteen sixteen through seventeen uh, which is like China's social credit score today. Uh, and i go ahead and read that. So Revelation 13, 16 through 17 reads, And he caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might by sell say he had that mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. So Christians are very much familiar with the number of the beast. So this ESG's score will either allow you to purchase goods and services, or it will disallow you. To do so and if you don't see a parallel between this and the number of the beast as mentioned in the book of Revelation Sam, then either you're not familiar with the Bible or you're being greatly deceived. So that's your ESG score.
1: All right now and let's talk a little, little bit about what that, let's talk about what that score will include ladies and gentlemen. Repeat those that acronym again, Chris. Environmental.
2: Okay so environmental, social and governmental
1: all right now let me talk about these uh, in turn just for a quick second environmental means all the climate change stuff that's the pretext for the gaia worship stuff by the way the broadcast is going to the dogs ladies and gentlemen Uh, anyway this environmental though really highlights this reality check folks okay they want to use the environment this quote global warming or global cooling because that's the history of what they've said now they call it climate change they want to use that to put fear into your heart and your mind and your soul because fear is the tool of the devil and what they want to do is use that then to engender this fear so that you will cooperate and what they want to do is use these this environment this uh, climate change discussion to literally make laws and rules to change your life such that they can force submission upon you if they take away your modern-day comforts if they take away your freedom to choose if they okay that's so that's the environmental angle that they're gonna use the social angle remember social distancing now who does that ladies and gentlemen does God social distance does God say stay away from each other Does God say don't really help your neighbor because you might get sick does God say you know what put your face behind masks so that you lose God's image in your countenance clear answer I think not ladies and gentlemen God says love one another pray for them that persecute you serve thy neighbor love thy neighbor as thyself become the good Samaritan okay Do good to those who persecute you if someone steals your coat give them thy cloak also see we follow the Prince of Peace the narrative is a hundred and eighty degrees from the agenda of these elites that want the great reset so this score think about social social distancing think about social social media where people hide behind their computer screens and literally attack one another. Social media has been the engineering of the greatest divide America's ever known, ladies and gentlemen, right? And so you need to understand then social eventually is, they will determine the rules of appropriate social behavior. Do you wanna elaborate on this, Chris?
2: Absolutely, I mean, Christian behavior, primarily, you know, free will, specifically, uh, will be jettisoned. I mean, this is dangerous to a stable, civilized society in that perspective. Obviously, we know otherwise. We know the the best level of government is self-government, and they simply do not trust that. And they they have this psychological uh, attraction to control, and they will exercise that to the, the greatest degree that we allow them to. And there are many people in this world who feel that that would be a better society, even though their own free will will be compromised in the process.
1: Yeah, let's talk about sex. Let's let's talk about sex for a second because this is a critical one, Chris. I say that sexual activity is ordained of God, and it is designed— to be deployed only between a man and a woman legally and lawfully married. And the purpose of that sexual union is to bring husband and wife closer together in love, to share something that they share with no one else, and to bring children into the world. Okay, it's called procreation. Um, and uh, multi, multiply and replenish the earth, God has said, and that has never been rescinded. Now that is the purpose of, and the ordained purpose for the sexual relationship ordained of God Almighty. It is a wonderful, beautiful thing in that construct that God has set. But it's like fire in the fireplace, ladies and gentlemen. And when the fire gets out of the fireplace, it goes all wrong. I'll continue in seconds to highlight this reality check. We're talking about the great reset. System. And we're doing it on your radio.
0: TheEpicTimes.com We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know
9: it, share it, freedomfactor.org. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then, the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty
1: Roundtable Radio. So ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the sacred sexual relationship that God has ordained between man and woman. For the purpose of drawing man and woman together, you know, you're told to leave your parents and cling to your wife. That's what a man's told. Okay, the, the relationship is designed to draw a man and a woman together and act as one. And it's also designed to bring children into the world, multiply and replenish the earth. Now, these great reset clowns, they love everything to do with sex. Listen to me. Everything to do with sex except for the proper ordained, God-ordained purpose. That they want to mock and ridicule and jettison. But any other deviant behavior related thereto to that sacred God-ordained purpose, sacrament if you will is mocked okay so everything that's sexually related that would destroy families that would create mistrust that would create disappointment that would betray one's heart that's what they focus on see everything they have in this great reset is 180 degrees opposite from the Christian values taught by our Savior Jesus Christ the Prince of Peace Chris
2: yeah, and- you know, when we betray or when we misuse that sacred procreative power, Sam, um, it clouds our minds. It uh, separates us spiritually from God to, to the point that we're not as spiritually perceptive. And that's exactly what they want us as well, so that we can be more easily manipulated and controlled. Um, you know, Jesus said that if you look upon a woman to lust after her, uh, you cannot have the spirit with you and you don't have that spirit of, of Christ with you, then you're susceptible to all sorts of spirits. And I believe you me, they're not good spirits. They're not the spirit of God or the spirit of Christ. And that's exactly what they want. They want us to be compromised so that our discernment is clouded and we're more easily controlled. So, yeah, that, that's one of their agenda items,
1: definitely. Now, government is the last one of the ESG, kind of an idea. Uh, your credit score their social credit score if you behave in ways that promote their agenda Then you'll have a good credit score if you're environmentally friendly if you uh, support the global lies uh, about uh, the environment um, Etc. You'll be uh, blessed and, and, and given accolades as we heard from Walter Cronkite You know those kind of the world will love you on the other hand if you speak as we do and point people to God Point people to the proper role of man and woman and family uh, and uh, an appropriate view of country then they'll hate you and now we see government which the goal of the government agenda is to insert itself in the middle of your agency denying you agency but also in the middle of your family. Denying husband and wife natural normal relationships. denying relationships between you and your children. thus government school, the tenth plank of the Communist Manifesto. Thus this gender-bender agenda they've got going on. Literally telling children to not let their parents know. Literally uh, paying teachers to lie and deceive your children, and then to hide it from you as parents. See? The government is inserting itself into every relationship we have with a goal of literally disintegrating that relationship So the ESG is kind of the core of their plans, but they have a lot of different ways. They're carrying this out Let me or let us do this. There are eight predictions for 2030 by the World Monetary Fund Uh, And these eight things we kind of mentioned last week, but I want to highlight them again because, again, this shows where they're going, and we can talk about the details of how they're getting there uh, along the way. Chris?
2: Yes. Okay. So we'll go through those real quick. You will own nothing, and you will be happy.
1: So think about it. Hold on. Think about it. They're starting with student loans. They're going to forgive those. They're going to get you on a universal basic income to where, hey, you won't have to bring in money because you won't need to spend money, right? You won't owe anything. You'll just be happy. So they're going to get rid of the normal, natural, free market that we hold so dear, Chris.
2: Um, and if you don't own it, you don't control it. And if you don't control it, then you're not free. <laughs> I mean, that's the bottom line there. And, yeah, the student loan is a uh, fiasco that was passed recently. It was a good example. The discussion...
1: The discussion of the universal basic income and the discussion of the student loan forgiveness are two kind of elements that build. See, they don't do it all at once, or you'd freak out and say, are you kidding me? No. But if they do it a teeny bit at a time, then you accept it. Well, by golly, it's good that I have my student loans forgiven. I need that. Oh, it's good that I get a Pell grant to go to school. I need that. It's good that I, well, you know what, a universal basic income, well, you know what, Sam, you did a show on the homeless, uh, we need to give everybody kind of a, a start. Everybody deserves that. See, but you slowly but surely give away all that you hold dear. It reminds me of how they trapped the animals in the forest. Yeah. You know, they first started just putting feet out. They started eating the food, and then they built one side of the fence, and they kept feeding. And, you know, hey, slowly but surely, before you know it, the pigs, the feral pigs were surrounded without even realizing it. They were so hooked on the food they didn't pay attention. And before you know it, they were trapped. And that's the plan being laid for us uh, as we speak. Number two.
2: Number two is the U.S. won't be the world's superpower. A handful of countries will dominate the world, probably Russia and China. And on the, its face, that sounds pretty good because of the abuse that we've um, with which we've used our power over the last fifty years or so.
1: And the but way they're the breaking down, is, the way they're breaking down the United States' power right now is they're creating organizations like. Um, UNICEF like a lot of non-governmental organizations NGOs like the United Nations like the World Trade Organization like the, and I can go on and on and on but they're building these in just these little teeny blocks that well hey the United Nations I mean it's just designed to help nations cooperate with one another right And then, before you know it, oh, the World Trade Organization. Well, it's just to make sure that we can trade peacefully, and that there's kind of an adjudicating party for those trades. If something should go sideways, we've got somebody that can, you know, be a third party to look at that and make it fair. Well, wait a minute, adjudication. Now you're talking about courts, right? Okay. Then you get the World Congress, and you get the World this, and you get the and before you know it, ladies and gentlemen, you got the World Health. organization wow that's interesting and then you get the world monetary fund oh that's good we want to make sure poor nations have a chance we're gonna help poor nations with this and but it sounds so simple when it's piece by piece but when you put the building blocks together you go yikes and that's where we are number three
2: yes number
1: three
2: science will be able to 3d print organs and my comment was, I will believe it when I see it. <laughs> I believe Guess it who will it.
1: write the software for that, Chris?
2: Uh, Microsoft? Your I friend Bill. Yes, sir.
1: Yes,
2: sir. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sure that the, he'll he'll build them in a way that they will be completely and totally functional, just like God created our original organs, right?
1: Well, they'll be enhanced. They'll be better than God's, right? Better than God. You're right. Lies yeah. straight from the I mean, pit of hell, ladies and gentlemen. Do not believe it for one second. It's an absolute, straight out of hell lie. Okay, next one.
2: Okay, number four. We will eat less meat. Yeah. Well, I I don't eat a whole lot of meat to begin with, but I, I want to be able to control how much
1: you you do. You don't. Yeah, man, I eat tons of meat. Yep, oh. absolutely. And what they want you to do is eat bugs instead, Chris. Yeah, they're toxic, though. We're learning more and more about this because, you know, a lot of people are doing research on
2: bugs and there are some chemicals in those bugs.
1: Yeah, they're telling us now crickets are a superfood, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't believe me, just ask John the Baptist.
2: Uh, Locusts, which are basically grasshoppers, and they eat them in the Middle East. Yeah, and I'm just talking about eating bugs,
1: right? Yeah. But, but there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. These people want to control what you eat, and whether you believe in eating a lot of meat or not isn't the point. The fact is, who decides what you should be able to eat? You or these global elites, huh? That's the real question. Chris? Okay.
2: Uh, number five, a billion people will be displaced due to climate change. Well, either that or economic change. <laughs> that they'll blame on the climate, which we're already seeing, of course, and they're flooding into First World countries. Uh, they're creating chaos because their cultures clash with those uh, First World countries' cultures, and that's one way that they can create enough chaos to justify intervention and the destruction of Western culture, which we are experiencing as we speak.
3: So that yeah, makes five. you ask, what's
2: you the difference? Me?
1: It makes you ask, what's the difference between a refugee and the homeless, right? And the answer is they're both displaced due most of the time to factors beyond their ability to control. What they want to create is homeless and refugees to where that relates to every one of us. And then when we become homeless and refugees, they can control what we eat. They can control where we live. They can control what we do. If you want their services, you better comply. Chris, number six. Number six, we will do
2: a better job of welcoming climate refugees.
1: (laughs) See? Yeah. Because you'll be one of buddy. them. that one, Well, tough beans, buddy. They're gonna shove it down your throat <laughs> and make you one of them if you're not careful.
2: Yeah, we'll be so desperate, we'll accept any type of government that can reestablish law and order. Is what they're they're gonna do. Number seven. Yeah, the new world.
1: Tax. Hold on, the new world order, Chris. You understand, my friend? All right, number seven. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what they mean by new and improved on the commercial side? <laughs> we will pay for carbon.
2: Yeah, we will pay for carbon credits. Well, we've been told been told that for what the last twenty years by Al Gore.
1: Yeah, but Number here's the deal: eight, one, they're not they're not one. able to get you to pay a carbon credit directly because you'll revolt. It'll just be a new tax and you'll complain. So how they're doing it is they're going to do this: you're going to get a discount on your power bill if you put solar panels up, Chris. You're going to get a discount if you invest with your power company as a partner in a wind farm, Chris, we're going to, and so they're going to back into these discussions. They're going to force electric vehicles on you. And then you're going to be paying those credits because, Hey, you've got to pay for the roads. Don't you, Chris? so they're using all backhanded ways to get you to eventually pay for these credit exchanges, if you will. What that's going to do is grind the face of the poor and reward the rich who can afford to supposedly, via their money, create a net zero effect. They'll claim that they're environmentally green and friendly because they can buy themselves to zero. They didn't have an impact on the world. They bought their way out of it. That's the satanic lie they're pitching now with the carbon credits. And that's how they're slowly but surely foisting them on we the people. Number eight? All right. Western values, and I inserted Christian values,
2: will be tested to the breaking point. And um, that is certainly what we are experiencing today. They're yep, they want to basically just—they want
1: to destroy everything we hold dear. They're doing it environmentally, they're doing it societally, they're doing it in the government, they're doing it in your social life, they're doing it in every aspect of our society, and they're literally starting to ratchet up the persecution for those who hold out. In other words, if you yeah. hold to your Christian values publicly or privately, they will ridicule, mock, and persecute you at every turn. You heard that... Um, Walter Cronkite soundbite, where he promoted Satanism, and they literally laughed and loved it. They will eventually be doing the same to you, criticizing you or celebrating you, depending on which way you face. I face to the Prince of Peace, the Savior Jesus Christ. How about you? This is a two-hour special with Sam Bushman and Chris Carlson. We'll continue to talk about this incredible reset in seconds libertyroundtable.com lovingliberty.net spread the word share the love we declare this nation shall endure God save the republic of the United States of America
0: Casting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Radio Talk Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Chris Carlson live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that network refused to use continues now. This is the broadcast for September the 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2022. It's all about the promotion of God, family, and country, and the protection of life, liberty, and property, ladies and gentlemen, continued. Chris and Sam discussed the Great Reset, ladies and gentlemen. We talked about all kinds of global leaders highlighting their agenda to build a modern-day Tower of Babel. Which really they want to create a government controlled utopia in their image. Shame on them, ladies and gentlemen. We reject Prince Charles. We reject Klaus Schwab. We reject Carol Quigley. We reject the head of the UN, the head of the International Monetary Fund, Bill Gates, and all these clowns, ladies and gentlemen. Rahm Emanuel, we never want to let a serious crisis go to waste. Folks, look they want everyone to have an ESG score that stands for environmental social government score how you behave what you believe in what you do they say they want you to be free and to have a wonderful time as long as you follow their script freedom is yours the eight predictions of the um, world monetary fund um, You know these kind of groups are just evil and they highlight what their agenda is very clearly they love to put it in your face and if you don't study what they say it sounds very peaceful little piecemeal sound bites and clips we're gonna have a new world order say the last several presidents and you know what that sounds good we want an order of peace and prosperity and stability and safety and and economic prosperity and everybody wants that right But Their words and our words have absolutely different meanings We have a different agenda a different focus. We want to worship Christ. They love Satan We want liberty and agency and freedom of choice. They want tyranny and force We want to multiply and replenish the earth. They want to reduce the population The Great Reset discussion continues. We need to talk about some of the ways they will marshal in their agenda They're starting with total surveillance. And did you know that Atlanta, Georgia is one of the most surveilled cities in the country, Chris? Atlanta, Georgia. I knew that London, England was, but I didn't know that
2: Atlanta, Georgia was. So it wouldn't surprise me. That that's probably one of their test cities. It's coming to a city near you, by the way, if it works there, which it will. Yes, it is.
1: And they're doing this through 4G, uh, through 5G. They're doing this partly through your cell phone. But it's a whole lot more than just that, too, Chris. Yeah, 5G in and of itself is dangerous, whether you own a cell phone
2: or not, Sam. As you know, the the radio, uh, what is it, the um, electromagnetic energy that it emanates, I mean, whether you own a phone or electronic device at all or not, I mean, that stuff travels through the air with destructive power. It can uh, deionize the atoms in your body. Which is not good, which is carcinogenic. But anyway, so as far as total surveillance is concerned, that um, I, I all, all I have on that is unless we are willing to give up our cell phones, we will be surveilled. And I'm sure they have other ways of doing it for people that uh, are willing to give those up, Sam. But that's going to be a hard one for me. I can give up Facebook and Twitter, you know, and YouTube, but I can't give up give up my cell phone. I do all my business on it and you do all yours on it on yours so how do you how do you get it around that I don't know did you want to comment on that before we talk about vaccine passports so vaccine passports will be part of our ESG score as well uh, I have heretofore been able to get away with not having gotten the COVID-19 vaccine as have you as have many of my friends and family but I think the days of that being an easy process are coming to an end, especially with monkeypox. pox. Uh, but, w- you know, whatever I have to do to avoid getting a vaccine, I will do that even if I have to lose my job. Are we still connected?
1: Yeah, so before we before we continue on to the passport thing, I do want to highlight a little bit more uh, about uh, this digital surveillance reality. Ladies and gentlemen, we, the people, are participating in the surveillance as well. Most people have these Amazon doorbells now. I even have one, believe it or not. And a lot of these surveillance cameras are being tapped into the police departments. Uh, A lot of businesses have surveillance. We have become a completely surveilled society. Uh, And you know what? If it was just surveillance... Again, remember, technology is not evil or good. Technology just exists. It's in whose hands the technology is that that brings up the concern, right? So you need to understand what I'm saying here. Surveillance in and of itself is no big deal. Monitoring, hey, if a criminal does something and we have it on camera and we can uh, do something about it, that's valuable, right? There's nothing wrong with Mm -hmm. that. It's whose hands the surveillance is in and what they will do with that information and knowledge that's the problem. So you look at January the 6th for the ratchet-up point of this technology being used against us. They, in January 6th, are using all the social interactions on the Internet along with cell phone data, along with video cameras to determine who went into the Capitol, who did what when…  … who said what to who in advance, who's guilty, who's involved, who's etc. Now, you say, Sam, isn't that good? It's good if the narrative is accurate, honest, and true. It's good if we follow due process of law. It's good if we obey the um, amendments to the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Okay, But one of the Bill of Rights… Multiple of the Bill of Rights, I should say, highlight my right to be secure in my persons and in my papers. They don't have any right without probable cause to track where I'm at, to use cell phone data against me, to use information about where I was, where I appeared, what I did, what I said, what I. They build this dossier violating due process of law without justification, right? And that is Mm -hmm. the problem. That is the core issue being discussed right now. So it's whose hands the technology is in and what they intend to do with it. So imagine an idea where I say I don't believe in your climate change stuff. Oh, you're a climate change denier. Let's see what Sam says. Let's build a case and prosecute and jail Sam because he doesn't go along with our environmental agenda.
2: Let's reduce
1: his environmental credit score let's make sure that Sam can't live in the normal world because his credit score is so low because you know what the environmental environmental aspects he's using his social life uh, okay now ESG and he's against government supposedly because see it's not that I'm against government it's against I'm against their kind of government right so therefore they develop this whole idea and they use this ESG against me to where now I can't live a normal life I can't get health insurance. I can't get life insurance. I'm not able to function uh, in in an appropriate way because they've changed the game based on this surveillance. Now we can go to the uh, vaccinations and the vaccine passport they're talking about. This is one of the ways they will register these ESG score against me. Do I have a passport or not? If not, You're jettisoned from society, right, Chris?
2: Yep, and I've thought a lot about that. That's why we talk so much about food storage. We talk about self-reliance. If I had to hunker down today, Sam, in my home, I've got a means to generate electricity independent of the grid. I've got a means to heat my home independent of the grid. And I've got a, a means to feed myself and my family independent of the grid. I could literally hunker down in my home and not leave my yard for the next 4 years, believe it or not.
1: And that so, would be wonderful I mean, news. However, they'll just lay siege but, to your property, that's all.
2: Well, yeah, they'll eventually they'll get to me, right? I mean, they could probably shoot holes in my solar panels and render me incapable well, of off your <laughs> water works. first. Uh, I've got two uh, over well over 2000 gallons in my basement. So I might and be that's, and that's pretty stinky for after two, a
1: while. But 2,000 gallons of water doesn't last very long depending on your needs for it. So they've got their well, ways, yeah. right, gentlemen, and I don't mean to be negative. I'm just telling you that this is their agenda, though. They will make life harder and harder and harder for people like me and Chris and ultimately you. But this vaccine passport is one of the great ways that they're going to lay down. Either you have one of your donuts, a quick litmus test on if you are part of the plan – Part of their agenda quote acceptable or whether you are a renegade chris yep
2: so and eventually and i i've reconciled myself to the possibility that i might be taken out but you've heard the expression i think this is thomas jefferson that this is accredited to resistance to tyrants is obedience to god and men in the past who have fought for their freedom and liberty in this country have made that same sacrifice. If I am taken out in the process of me resisting tyranny, I believe that I will end up in a much better place. So I'm not afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of of suffering all sorts of privations as a result of me resisting that tyranny. So I'm good. Whatever happens to me, I could starve to death. I've gone three days without food. I could
1: go 30 days without food. Whatever Ladies and
3: gentlemen, stand, they won't I'm take me out because I'm on
1: God's errand long as God wants me here I'm here and when God feels I'm not needed here then I'm out and that's up to God not these clowns that think they're above God let's make that very clear ladies and gentlemen Sam Bushman and Chris Carlson discussing the great reset we'll continue in seconds on your radio
5: just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org.
9: Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church, rather it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-gooders to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
2: Okay. So in this great reset, we talk about world currencies. We know that the petrodollar is the de facto world currency today backed by the oil. If uh, the nations of the world decided that they were no longer going to purchase petroleum products with uh, dollar bills, uh, the American dollar would collapse overnight. Um, that would be unfortunate. So the, the petrol dollar is a two-edged sword, uh, because it's artificially propped up by the world's petroleum products being shipped to, uh, all the countries of the world. Uh, it is a very powerful currency, but should that ever end, should that petrol dollar ever not be backed by the purchase of oil, uh, then we would experience uh, monetary inflation on a, a scale the, the likes of which we've never experienced ever before because uh, people would then decouple themselves from the dollars. They would no longer use dollars uh, to purchase oil and they would do everything they can to divest their portfolios thereof and it would cause massive, massive global inflation and uh, there would be a revolution overnight. So, We talked about the human augmentation aspect of the Great Reset. Uh, Those who are pushing this agenda promise that they can transform us human beings into cyborgs. And a cyborg is a human being that is augmented with enhanced mental and physical abilities through modern day technology. I'm not up on that technology, but it does involve implanting our brains with uh, chips and things of that nature. And um, Klaus Schwab says, uh, I will, it will compel us to redefine our moral and ethical boundaries. It can also lift humanity into a new collective and moral consciousness based on a shared sense of destiny. My response is, uh, I don't want to be part of a collective. I want to be an individual. In fact, I believe that no government can exist in peace, except such laws are framed and held inviolate, as will secure to each individual, not group or collective, the free exercise of conscience, the right and control of property, and the protection of life. And that's part of uh, uh, what I consider scriptures. That's in the Doctrine and Covenants, section 134, verse 2.
1: Yep, by There's the way, all this 90% of the population really? doesn't know what you're talking about when you speak of the Doctrine and Covenants. So he's quoting from a, a scripture from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, just to be clear so people understand. Uh, most people that are listeners around the world don't have any idea what you're talking about, Chris. So. Uh, but the point is that they want to create what they would call hybrids or cyborgs, which is really a man-made, advanced human. And they want to add to your memory— With digital chips they want to add to your recall with digital chips these elites Truly believe that they can eventually live forever Okay, they believe that they can hack the human genome and that they believe that they can prolong their lives forever and maintain their Iron grip rule on we the people they want to use population control to jettison most of us They want to bring it down to a small group that they can control And then they want the elite class and the underclass the elite class are the people that live forever the elite class are the people that have hacked into their genome for longevity and for brilliance and intelligence and ever learning artificial intelligence etc but they want to dumb the rest of us down to be kind of a monkey working class to serve their agenda the problem is with most of these people that believe in this they will not let's be clear they will not be part of this elite plan they think they will but most of those people will get axed okay it reminds me of kind of the evil genius that gets people around him they do all the build bidding they all work together and build this utopia and then well the real leaders turn on the quote workers that helped build it and say you thought you were part of the plan but you were wrong kind of an idea and this sounds like kind of a psychotic movie uh, but this is their agenda. This is who they are. This is what they do. And so they want to create these these two different classes of people: the elite that live forever, brilliance, and then the dumbed down rest of us. That's why they're doing things to decrease our health. We have less nutrients in our food. We have okay. This is all the eugenics movement. The, believe it or not, they partnered with Hitler on. Back in the day, and once Hitler was too kind of open and aggressive, they had to get rid of Hitler and go underground. They didn't let Hitler die or kill Hitler. Hitler didn't commit suicide like we were told. Hitler fled to Argentina for safety, ladies and gentlemen. He was one of them. They just felt like he was not useful. But oftentimes, they protect their own. If you're not useful to them, they'll take you off the world stage but they'll you'll turn up somewhere else you'll get your you know your protection because they're they haven't got to the point where they're ready just to use the complete hammer right now it's a velvet hammer which says look Hitler you're not useful you're going to Argentina you're gonna live out a life of luxury of womanizing of whatever you want as long as you go quietly otherwise you are dead okay these people have an agenda and it's all based on the eugenics movement And this idea of artificial intelligence, think about that. Who's in charge of artificial intelligence? Answer man. They believe that their artificial intelligence can one up God. They're wrong, they're lying, they will lose this battle, but they will make it very difficult for people like you and I uh, along the way, Chris.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to promise something. It's another thing to fulfill that promise. I I think they know very well in their hearts that they will not be able to fulfill the promises of enhanced physical abilities and mental abilities and a utopian society, but they don't care. As long as we go along with it, obviously. And a lot of people are. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, once they compromise their individual freedom to choose, there's no going back. I mean, once you've lost freedom, it takes a, a lot more effort and, and a lot more doing than it took to get into slavery, to get out of it. <laughs> so th- this is a one-way we need to look at. it.
1: Their crown jewel with their DNA hacking, their DNA uh, manipulations, their uh, eugenics movement, their crown jewel is to take away your agency, to take away. They want to disrupt your ability to think to act, to believe in God and Christian principles. And they want to supplant them with worldly principles, with the arm of flesh, with, uh, there's a lot of terms we could use for it, but Christian free will, they want to eliminate. All right? They want to, they don't care what they replace it with, but they want to replace it. And there's two primary, um, right now, Acceptable alternatives one is humanism They don't care if you believe in hey. there's no real moral law here do whatever you want Survival of the fittest whatever feels good do it whatever term you want to use to articulate um, That they are fine with the other one. They're fine with is the Jewish religion Uh, Because they know that the Jews denied Christ and murdered Christ and so they believe that hey, that's a great one Why not continue? it worked once maybe it'll work again so you got to think about the jewish connection you got to ask yourself a serious serious question why are all the leaders in this movement jewish none of them are christian they're jewish why chris let's talk about this most are afraid to have this discussion uh, yeah
2: and it's interesting because the jews are only about, well, they're much much less than 1% of the world population. Yet they're almost 100% of the drivers of this agenda. Which, is that just coincidental, Sam, or is there something to it? And let me just give you a partial list of the people who are driving this agenda. We've talked about Klaus Schwab, Jewish. Yuval Noah Harari, whose quote we heard, Jewish. Richard Haas, Hillary Clinton, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Janet Yellen, George Soros, Kristalina Georgieva, head of the IMF, David Rockefeller, I could go on. These are all very high-powered, high-profile individuals that are pushing this agenda, and they're they're almost all Jewish. Now, there are exceptions to the rule, but uh, for the most part, you have to to ask yourself, why is it that this movement seems to be associated with this particular group of people? And I would like to now introduce the 2,000-Year Grudge. I do not blame modern-day Jews for what their ancestors did 2,000 years ago when they crucified Jesus Christ. I do, however, recognize that they crucify him afresh when they persecute his followers today, which is exactly what they're doing with the Great Reset, Sam. They're persecuting Christianity. Many, but not all, Jews today resent the fact that they and their forebearers have been saddled with the blame for having crucified what they considered an imposter, a phony, and a fraud but what we Christians consider to be the Son of God, Jesus Christ.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, look, I want to be very clear about this. When we come back, we'll dig into this more. It's a very controversial topic, but we've got the guts to take it on, and we'll do it honestly and morally. Hang tight.
0: Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News.
10: Senator John Kennedy stated that President Joe Biden's rebuke of Republicans and former President Donald Trump showed that age does not equal wisdom, and it was a missed opportunity. His
8: speech was a very cynical attempt to, um, to, to fill our heads with stupid. And number three, I thought to myself, what a missed opportunity to, to talk to the American people straight up about the the, uh, the the reasons when they lie down and sleep at night, they can't. He could have talked about crime, inflation, uh, learning loss by our children, the mountains of fentanyl coming across the border, killing our teenagers.
10: President Biden was doing a evening speech in Philadelphia Thursday when he mentioned MAGA Republicans. This is USA Radio News.
8: This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were
0: you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-478-7733. 800-478-7733. 800-478-7733.
10: Defense attorneys have concluded two weeks of testimony in the sentencing trial of the Parkland shooter, Nicholas Cruz. Henderson Behavioral Health Case Manager Tiffany Forrest says back in 2013 when she visited the Cruz's home, it was chaotic at best and abusive at worst. Going frequently, you could see that there was quite a bit of dysfunction. The shooter was 14 and his widowed adoptive mother seemed overwhelmed raising the shooter and his younger brother, Zachary. The trial will be on hiatus until September 12th, but defense attorneys only need one juror to agree to life in prison over a death sentence. A death penalty verdict must be unanimous. New York City is suing Starbucks over allegations that the coffee corporation unlawfully fired a Queens barista who had been involved in unionization efforts. This is USA Radio News.
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman. Is my level okay, Cameron? All right, good. I had made a couple of changes. I want to make sure my levels are all right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We're talking to Chris Carlson. We're talking about the Great Reset. We're talking about why are all the elites who want to destroy the world and create a tyranny, why are they all Jewish? You know what the Jewish population is less than 1% of the world's population they're a small minority of the United States population but they have tremendous influence tremendous power tremendous financing and organization uh, beyond the rest of the world to where they're really to a man in many cases Jewish why now let me be very clear about this we are not talking about your next-door neighbor that happens to be Jewish we are not talking about your friend that you know that's a good person that's Jewish. There's a lot of people that believe in the Jewish religion or that are Jewish. Uh, some, you know, you've got two kind of things. You've got religion and you've got uh, Jewish as in you come from the tribe of Judah, right? Um, we're not attacking the average Joe. What we are telling you, though, is there is a 2,000-year grudge that has taken place. They believe we missed the mark when we say Jesus Christ came. The Prince of Peace died on the cross and was resurrected. Uh, We would say they missed the mark and didn't recognize the Savior when he came. But in that is a great divide, thus the 2,000-year grudge. Chris?
2: Yeah, and and a lot of Jewish people, they feel resentful that Christianity saddles them, not them personally, obviously, but their ancestors, with the guilt of having killed the Savior of the world. And instead of uh, accepting him as their king and their savior, they continue to reject him. They continue to have resentment towards Christianity in a very personal way. So I say that this great reset, Sam, is a veiled attempt to settle that old score, to get revenge on those people who have saddled them with that guilt. So in order to do that, they seek to destroy Christianity. So, you know, and I say if if modern-day Jews, you know, if they – choose to turn their backs on their king and their savior, that's their business. I wish they wouldn't. Obviously, as a Christian, I love them and would like them to accept their savior, but that's their agency, and I I have to respect that. But when they try to deny me and other Christians the privilege to worship how, where, and what we may, I do have a problem with that, and I will oppose that violation of my God-given agency with every fiber of my being and with my life, if necessary. So we we as Christians, Sam, we need to recognize that this great reset is Satan's plan for the enslavement of mankind under the false promise of a utopian society and enhanced mental and physical abilities. God has promised us all of these things in his own way and in his own due time. There is this thing that we know as the resurrection, that Jesus' resurrection facilitated. And when we as individuals eventually will become resurrected, all of these promises of enhanced uh, mental and physical abilities uh, will be realized, but we cannot hasten it. We have to uh, go through the process of living immortality, of dying, and eventually being resurrected. We cannot hasten it or do it in our own way. We have to do it in God's way. So I say we, we stick with Jesus' plan. It's called the great plan of happiness, and we resist all attempts to create that before Um, before God has promised us that we will be able to realize those blessings and in a way that is obviously not in his way of thinking or his way of doing things. So a man by the name – I don't know if you've heard um, of a man who wrote a book called The Jewish Revolutionary Spirit. His name is E. Michael Jones, Sam. Sam. And he talks about this revolutionary spirit, and I think now's a good time to play the uh, Dennis Prager, who himself is a Jewish conservative talk show host. And, and he basically, in, a, in this video, will illustrate what I'm talking about when I talk about the Jewish revolutionary spirit. So go ahead and play that, Cameron.
1: Thanks for calling.
11: Why are Jews on the left is, is, uh, is a very, very complex question And I could devote the hour to it, but I won't. So here, in a nutshell, when Jews left Judaism, they stayed religious. But the religion that they affirmed tended to be any form of leftism rather than Judaism. This is not a condemnation. This is not an insult. It's a description. Jews have been taught by Judaism to make a better world. That is the the message of the prophets. And if they weren't going to do it through monotheism, which is how we're supposed to do it, ETHICAL monotheism TEACH THE WORLD THAT GOD IS THE SOURCE OF ETHICS AND DEMANDS ETHICAL BEHAVIOR. THEY DID IT THROUGH SECULAR IDEOLOGIES. THEY REJECTED TRADITIONAL RELIGIOSITY. AND SO THEY ACCEPTED A NEW RELIGIOSITY WHICH WAS SECULAR. MANY PEOPLE HAVE DESCRIBED MARXISM AS SECULAR messianism. HERE'S A DISTURBING STATISTIC THOUGH, AND IT IS IN MY BOOK. AND IT IS NOT, I DIDN'T COME UP WITH THIS, A a, a PROFESSOR I BELIEVE AT BRANDEIS UNIVERSITY DID. THE MOST PRO-COMMUNIST PRESS in the 1930s outside of the Soviet Union or inside the United States was the Yiddish press. Jews took a new religion as a substitute for Judaism and that was you name it. Feminism, environmentalism, Marxism, socialism and and for some even communism. But Jews love isms. Jews are to isms what Italians are to operas. They create new movements, and everyone will make this great world. And instead, uh, instead of using the the religion that came with being Jewish, and it's a very sad development to me. Still, the
1: best. Talk- okay,
2: there you have it, from the mouth of a Jew himself, and he's a conservative talk show host, a mainstream one at that. I believe that he's on the. You, you know the network that he he. Um,
1: yeah, uh, no, no question. Uh, him along with Daniel Lappin, there are other Jewish uh, l- people who have converted to Christianity who have highlighted uh, the agenda from the inside. So let's be clear: this is not a racial discussion. This is not a we're racist or we hate people. This is not a reject we reject people. Look, they can worship the Jewish belief system, uh, worship as Jews all they want to. The problem we have. Ladies and gentlemen okay is when they want to take from us our Christianity if they want to turn their back on the Savior Jesus Christ that's their business as you wisely mentioned earlier Chris but I want to highlight it again that's fine we're okay with that they can worship how we're what they may but when they try to take away our agency to worship as we choose and they try to take away our beliefs and try to use DNA and everything else to force a reset of our moral code That's when we say no. But ladies and gentlemen, this revolutionary spirit by the Jewish leadership, it isn't shared by all Jews either. There's a lot of Jewish people that mean well, that worship, that live their lives, that are friendly and kind and respectful, that we have difference of views. That's great. But these elite folks literally have a 2,000-year grudge, a chip on their shoulder over this whole division to the point where, hey, they want to jettison The plan of Jesus Christ. Well, Jesus Christ, we believe, has a better plan for us, ladies and gentlemen. And that plan is the way we want to live our lives. If they would let us do so in peace and leave us alone, if they wouldn't hurt me and take my stuff, if you will, I'd be okay. The problem is they're not content, ladies and gentlemen, for us to choose as we will. The war in heaven continues on earth, Chris.
2: And Christianity is a religion that allows others to conduct themselves as they wish. We can live harmoniously with Muslims, with uh, Sikhs, with uh, whatever other religion, you know, wants to live in our present. And we can live peaceably together. However, Jewish Zionism or this Great Reset, which is an extension of Jewish Zionism or Jewish supremacy or supr- supremism, uh will not allow us to live in harmony the two cannot coexist not that christianity is not tolerant of other religions but that this great reset is not tolerant of christianity or for that matter of any other religion it has to dominate the people over whom it rules and that is the problem it does not allow as we we already spoke about sam uh, christian free will or or any other free will for that matter so henry Macau is another jewish person who pushes back against this Jewish supremacism that we're talking about. And he says, to the mortification of decent Jews like myself, Jews are often on the vanguard when it comes to thrashing Christian mores and human dignity and creating dysfunction, whether it's uh, undermining gender and marriage or peddling promiscuity, pornography or abortion. Organized Jewry has sought to portray man as inhabiting a mechanistic universe devoid of inherent design and meaning. In this view, God is an impotent fool who organized Jewry, no, no, I'm sorry, an impotent fool who neglects his creation and Christianity is fog-bound in superstition. Organized Jewry has used our idealism, that means Christian idealism, to deceive us with socialism, communism, and Zionism.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live with Chris Carlson and Sam Buchman on your radio. Final segment in seconds.
12: Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans, who are they? Democrats, who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money.
4: Come celebrate the supreme law of the land at Loving Liberty's Constitution Day Dinner. Have you ever asked yourself, what's so great about America? Find out with guest speakers Lawrence Reed from Atlanta and Jeff Uch from Tucson, Arizona. We will also be introducing our new podcast, Ask an Immigrant. Join us Saturday, September 17th at 7 p.m. Located at Liberty Hall, 3677 North 2000 West, Far West, Utah. Get your tickets today at LovingLiberty.net. That's LovingLiberty.net.
0: Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com we can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honeyman has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com.
1: Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, final segment continues. We're talking about the 2,000-year grudge by some of the Jewish elite. Why are Jews in charge of so many things financially and globally when they're a tiny minority of the population? And why does the average Jew seem to be a great person, but these elites have this chip on their shoulder about Christ? They don't want us to believe in Christ, and they want to upset the Christian beliefs. That's where they're coming. They really want to jettison All ability to follow Christ. That is the ultimate, uh, in my opinion, betrayal of what America stands for. And that's why we, the American people, need to stand up against this. And that's why we've got to call a spade a spade. I'm not afraid of this discussion, folks. It's not that we're racist. It's that we're highlighting this reality check about Jesus Christ. If they would leave us alone, it would be fine, Chris, but they won't. That's the primary problem with this discussion. We cannot leave it alone because they won't leave it alone.
2: Yeah And this Jewish revolutionary spirit Was manifested in the very earliest days of Christianity I don't know if uh, you're familiar With some of the incidences in the book of Acts I've documented them here So if you go through the book of of Acts On Paul's missionary journeys With his companions Barnabas and, and some of those other early Christian missionaries It's interesting to note Sam And I've got it documented here They went from city to city, and I'm talking about Gentile cities, not cities in the land of Israel. In every city, there was a very small contingent of Jewish people, and the people that this Christian message upset the most in these cities was not the Gentiles. It was the Jewish communities in these various cities, and I don't know if we need to document them. I do have a list of them, Uh, Pisidia of Antioch, Iconium. Lystra, Beria, Corinth, and even in Rome, the small communities of, Jew- of Jews that lived in those cities were offended, even though this was not their their land, this was not their country, that, that where Christian Christianity was being proselyted in. They were the foremost agitators of the people in those cities. And so it's interesting to note, from the very beginning, the Jewish communities in various worldly cities were offended by the message of Christianity. And that has not changed up until this date, Sam. And that's the problem we're dealing with. The only difference between then and now is the control matrix that the the Jews, modern day, again, Zionist Jews, not your average neighbor who's probably a wonderful person and, you know, could care less where you go to church. We're talking about the bankers, uh, the the studio owners in Hollywood, those who uh, have uh, an inordinate amount of control in Washington, D.C., uh, other aspects of the entertainment industry, all of these movers and shakers, who for the most part are Jewish people because of the control they have on all of the world's currencies through central banking, now they have a degree of control where they can actually uh do a lot more damage than they ever could do in the early days of Christianity and this is the problem that we're grappling with today and another another one of the problems is they're so uh secretive in their oper- operations and a lot of the front men that they use are not Jewish uh you know the, all the presidents of the United States for example a lot of our congress people you know a lot of our state legislatures you know the, their faces is not Jewish. So they use them as front people and they bribe them or they extort them in some other way to do their bidding for them. So we don't understand that that this control matrix that they have created is actually driven by Jewish banking interests. So we don't make the association and we don't understand this 2000 year grudge concept.
1: And this banking interest really drives everything, ladies and gentlemen. Think about the petrodollar. They've tied it to oil. They've tied it to energy, the core of modern functioning society. They've tied it to climate change. Uh, They've tied it to your health now. Uh, In modern times with COVID, the Great Reset, they've literally now locked down healthy people. That's never been done before, ladies and gentlemen. Now they're using surveillance. All of this is backed by... The filthy lucre created by global monetizing uh, of fake money, dishonest money. The Federal Reserves, the International Monetary Fund, they are running the world with fake money. And you can buy anything in this world with money. And especially if you have the one source, you have monopoly on money, and you create it out of thin air, there's nothing you can't fund, buy, do, or compromise, uh, except for the very few. They can't take my belief in God away. They're trying to hack my genome using uh, unique therapies and unique um, uh, tools and abilities and, 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 and gene hacking and all these things. They're trying to separate my conscience to where I can't worship how, where, what I may. They're trying to make it to where I don't have my agency. That is their ultimate goal to jettison and shut down Christianity, the only salvation we have. And that's why we cannot avoid this discussion. That's why. We cannot be afraid of this discussion. This Jewish power and influence is a reality check, ladies and gentlemen. Call me a racist, call me a hater, call me what you will. You can tell lies, but the truth shall set me free. I have no hatred towards any of these people. I will not allow them to control the narrative, and I will not allow them to control the outcome. We are on the Savior Jesus Christ's side. We follow the Prince of Peace, And we say the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is alive and well, and in the end, we win. They might not like that news, but I'm going to tell the tale because it's true. I'm a truth teller, and we win in the end, Chris, and that's really kind of the upshot of this whole discussion. And those who would try to circumvent the things of God, the things of agency and freedom and liberty, we will uh, attack and expose, shine the light of truth on every time, Chris.
2: Yeah, with God, we can never lose, as, as I say in my say in my opening statement. By the way, we forgot to open with that at the beginning of this hour, but that's okay. You let me get away with it this week. But, but adding to what you just said, Sam, I now understand how seeming polar opposite NGOs, non-governmental organizations such as the Liberal Southern Poverty Law Center and the Conservative Sutherland Institute, or the Liberal National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP, and the conservative Hoover Institute received funding from the same corporate donors. The term of art is, quote, to play both sides off of the middle, unquote. So let me and let me give you a specific exam, an example. World, in World War II, the same Rothschild banking interests who funded Germany were also funding Great Britain and France, if you can imagine that. So why would the same banking interests funds both sides of a war because well there's a couple of reasons one they're making uh amazing amounts of money in interest payments and when it looked as if germany was about to win and this is during world war one and and there was a point at which germany was about to win the war so they didn't want the, the war to end early saving millions of christians lives and causing the jewish bankers blood money to dry up they immediately mobilized their Zion's agent samuel Samuel Untermeyer in the United States, Untermeyer went to work on President Wilson, who was the president at that time, and they knew that President Wilson had a dark secret that needed to be protected. With that secret, they were able to blackmail him into going to war on the side of the Allies, thus increasing the Jews' harvest of the Christian corpses and increasing their war profits. Now, that sounds pretty harsh. But it is nonetheless true, and I've got all the historical documentation to back it up. We were uh, a neutral nation at that time. We had no intention. In fact, after, um, after his first term and going into this, his second term as he was campaigning, Woodrow Wilson used as a campaign slogan, we kept your boys out of war. And very soon after his inauguration, uh, into his second term as president, he committed us to war. in in Europe. And that was all because of uh, secret dealings behind the scenes. And it wouldn't have been able to happen, Sam, if Woodrow Woodrow Wilson hadn't had a secret. He had a secret uh, sexual liaison during his college years. And the Jews knew that. And back in that time, that couldn't be known by the general public. Otherwise, you know, that would have sunk your campaign. Anyway, I didn't mean to go too far off on that tangent. But we we need to come to the realization that there is this secret combination that is controlling people through the control of our monetary systems. And everything downstream of money, as you know, most people, the vast majority of people are corruptible. And if, if the controllers from the top can find out what it is that you want more desperately than anything else, whether that be sex, whether that be drugs, whether that just be political power, Whatever it is that you want, they believe that they can supply it to you and thereby control the government and uh, a lot of other aspects of our society, like the entertainment industry.
1: God made a tremendous promise, ladies and gentlemen, to we, the people, and that is if we turn to him and repent, he will heal our land and protect us. Now, the question you must ask yourself is do you believe that god can de- deliver on his promises or do you believe these elites these world, one world reset folks can deliver on their promises you have a choice to make you will not be able to stay neutral you will be forced to one side or the other not by us we'll give you your choice but by evil they will not give you your Goodbye. choice and thus, the great reset is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. That's the best summary in two hours uh, we can provide. Any final thoughts, Chris? Well,
2: without God, we cannot win. With God, we cannot lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord, but we need to be engaged. And even if that requires, Sam, that, that we risk our comfort or our very lives, resistance to tyranny is obedience to God. And that's an aspect of Christianity that I think has been uh, ignored for uh, quite a few years. I don't think our founding fathers uh, struggled with that. But I think over the last 230 years, we've lost track that, that Christianity and, and faith in our religion is a principle of power and a principle of action. And we need to be active politically. We need to be active socially. We need to be active intellectually uh, so that we can spread the word. Because I believe that the actions that we take in this world will determine how much freedom and how much sovereignty as individuals we will have in the eternal world. And if we turn our backs on this noble fight for freedom and liberty, uh, when we have a constitution as a standard bearer, that that we could lose some of our sovereignty in the eternal world. And I hope that we don't as Christians. And I extend that challenge to all, all my brothers and sisters In the Christian world and I'll go ahead and let you finish the hour out
1: ladies and gentlemen we want to put our trust in God Almighty ladies and gentlemen we know we can win this fight you need to trust in God you need to turn to the God ordained traditional family you need to realize that the principles put together by our founding fathers under the direction of Almighty God are for our safety and our protection and those principles that made the greatest country on the face of the earth allowing the most freedom to worship, how, where, what we may, and pursue the interests as we think best individually, those are the keys to protecting the greatest country on the face of the earth again. If we lose religious liberty, ladies and gentlemen, we will end up losing all our liberty. For Sam Bushman and Chris Carlson, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and indeed will Preserve the nation. Restore the great republic. We will be able to worship how, where, or what we may. But it's going to take eternal vigilance from all of us as we stand for God, family, and country in the culture war. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Donate liberally, would you please. We believe in Christ. God save the republic of the United States of America.